First, they came for the sci-fi buffs. And I did not speak out, because I was not a sci-fi buff. Then, they came for the horror fans. And I did not speak out, because I did not care for horror. Then they came for the drama fans. And I did not speak out, because I was not a drama fan. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. That is a powerful poem that also serves as a solemn reminder of the importance of our rights as American moviegoers. This poem reminds me of the many conspiracies that have been covered by documentaries that are available on Netflix and the Pirate Bay. The assassination of John F. Kennedy. Multiple sightings of unidentified flying objects. The explosion of flight TWA-800. The attack on Pearl Harbor. September 11th, 2001. The early death of Sir Paul McCartney. The map hidden on the back of the Declaration of Independence, which would be all but lost if it wasn't for Nick Cage. Yet none of these conspiracies hold a candle to the one theory movie fans need answered. How is Abe Vigoda still alive? And what government program is he in that is keeping him alive? Did they build a robot body for him? The world may never know. All of these conspiracy theories lead back to one place, a place that only few men have heard and even fewer have been, a dark place filled with mystery. That place is known simply as episode nine of the Fourth Wall Film Class. We're your hosts, Adam Slager, Lloyd Williams, and <laughs> Nick Floyd. And welcome to episode nine. Did of you the write film that cast. poem? Uh, yeah. That's mm. beautiful. Thank you. It's it's, it's based deep. on an old poem from back in like I think it might have been the Cold War. Don't quote me on that. But it was like first they came for the communists, and I didn't speak up. So I was like, you know, so who, you, who came for like the government, and I didn't stand up for them. Right. And then they took everyone, and now it's just me. Okay. And they're taking me. But yeah. What about comedies? I like comedies. So if that was in the poem, it would have flipped it or it would have M. Night Shyamalan it. The poem would have okay. ended because I would have said I stood up for them. The end. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, the film cast today. I like that. Yeah, okay. so we're going to talk some movie news. We're going to talk Ant-Man. We're going to play a game. And then we're going to talk conspiracy theories. So like much the conspiracy stuff. of why we didn't have an episode last week. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a conspiracy. There's a reason. Yeah. So we're going to first talk a little Comic-Con news. Because our very own Nicholas Floyd actually got to go to San Diego for Comic Con. So, did you have a good week? Yeah, it was. It's very overwhelming. There's a lot of. It's basically one giant marketing event. Like, it's that's, all marketing. That's most things now. Well, I mean, even at other conventions, it feels like a convention. Like you don't feel like you're being advertised to. But when you walk in the con, like the on the floor. And you walk past all like the vendors where you can buy a bunch of cool shit. It's just like MTV has a thing for Scream and like Weta is there. Was Taco Bell there? They might have been. I might not have seen them. So it's actually more about uh, the studio stuff than actually selling stuff at this one. Right. 100%. Mm. Yeah. It's like um, mm. the show Scream Queens. They had uh, an ice cream stand on literally every street corner and if you wanted free ice cream, you just screamed and they got you on video on an iPad. So it was like ice cream for ice cream. You know what that means? What? The audience was the product and not the customer. Yes. And the customer was all those companies. Exactly. Do you think that shit actually works? I don't think it works. Because even for though it's certain cool, things. It's cool at the time, like Scream Queens. Is anyone actually going to care about that? At the end of the day, no. Well, yeah. they had a Charlie Brown bounce house for a bunch of, gr- bunch of adults. 
that sounds that going to cool. sell the movie? They should have had yeah. a field goal station where you could kick field goals. <laughs> <laughs> that could have sold, I'm sure. Yo, Charlie Brown marketing department, hit me up <laughs> at Fourth Wall Filmcast <laughs> with a four. <laughs> direct TH. Twitter. Just tweet me. Just ask for Adam when you tweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for a marketing job. So yeah, so Comic Con was pretty good. It was awesome. It was yeah, just very overwhelming. There's a lot to do. I was there for like five, six hours, and I still didn't feel like I covered everything. What was the coolest part? Uh, probably like just the exclusive stuff that you get to see that they're using to promote movies. Like they had a, a bunch of like Warcraft stuff like set out, like stuff that no one's gonna see unless you're there, which is cool. Well, you I, sent me you that Batman pictures. suit. Yeah, the Batman suit was really cool. Like seeing that all lit up. You next sent to you Wonder the Woman. actual Batman suit. Yeah, I've been wearing it. <laughs> what? Yes. That's why I'm wearing it right now. That was a picture. <laughs> Wait, you weren't supposed to take pictures? No, you could. Oh. Yeah. Well, then, thanks. You're welcome. Anything else cool like that? <laughs> uh, the well, Walker Stalker saw. was out there, too. Yeah, that is Petco the, Park. The Walker Stalker Fan Fest. That was awesome. That was neat. It was really cool. Similar to Orlando? Uh, yeah, similar. There were some other like cool events, like Telltale did a live reading of the Walking Dead game, which was really cool. Um, and then we had the Walking Dead Escape, which was crazy right it was like a 40 minute like living in the show kind of thing and it's it was pretty intense. cool yeah wow. it signed waivers and stuff where you did it <laughs> did you get uh the disease or whatever i almost did that's good so you survived i did that's I was neat a survivor. good for you what are they what is it fake zombies running around or something trying to eat yeah you? it's like you're led by aaron from the show the actual the the he's just a character an oh. actor playing him and you're led through this whole entire like you go to Alexandria safe zone and then you realize that it's all the walkers are overrunning it all and then you run into Negan mm. which is a, which is from the comic and mm. he takes you hostage and it's it's crazy An like interactive live adventure type thing yeah mm-hmm. but it's horrifying I ran it like thirteen times what weapons <laughs> did you get. Uh, none. None. <laughs> You're well, unless unless you were chosen at the end and you got a baseball bat. So they put you out there defenseless. Yes, that sounds safe. It was. Well, they're not real <laughs> walkers, so that's good. Some of them were. <laughs> so what other uh, what other cool things did you see for uh, our listeners? Well, one of my favorite to things. Be jealous. One of my favorite things that you'd probably like. I don't know if you would. They had, they had rickshaws around San Diego and they were the Iron Throne from Game of Thrones. So you would sit <laughs> in them and they just ride around. That's pretty cool. And, do that. and then Uber had a thing where they were giving free rides for the show Colony on USA, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like a new show. And on Uber, it was like UberX SUV, whatever. And then you, there's a Colony option. Yeah. And if you pick it, you stand on a corner and they like get out of the car and like force you in the car. It's a free ride. I'm sure the cops loved that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, that, like the, they were all big like Escalade type cars with blacked out windows that said Colony all over them, and it was like an interactive experience that like they took you and briefed you as they were driving and you to your spot. To yeah, your thing. Yeah, another yeah, cool marketing cool. idea about a show that probably is going to get canceled. That's why they need all that marketing. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. What gimmicky stuff? Like, I call me pessimistic, but most of this stuff just gets canceled after a season, doesn't it? Like a lot that. of it does. Hey, yeah. the Cape is getting six seasons in a movie. <laughs> I forgot about that show. <laughs> The Cape, back when That's superhero things were not a community reference that yeah. Lloyd did not apparently watch that show. No, I don't watch that show. You it got canceled for like four episodes, didn't it? Yeah. That's what I liked the it. joke of the thing. The Abed character, like, he's he obsessed loved the with cape. the cape. And the 
uh, Jeff, the other character, is like, it's going to get canceled after two episodes. And he's like, six seasons in a movie, and has a cape, and like knocks his lunch down. You should watch Community. You should watch The Cape. <laughs> no. I mean, it'd be sure, it'd be quick. It would, yeah, you could watch it in an hour. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Literally so, in one hour. So Comic-Con, on a scale of dope or nope? Oh, <laughs> can we can we rate things uh, like on the dope or nope scale? Yeah, but how many? What what words? It's or just numbers that. are in between. It's dope or it's nope? Do you go again or do you not? Dope, dope. You go. All everyone right. should go. It's great. <laughs> that would be crowded if everybody went. But oh, yeah. everyone was. Everyone did go. You how can't many, even walk. How many people? If you had to just throw out a number, that's probably wrong. How many people do you think were there? Two million. What? Two that's, million yeah. people? <laughs> no. That's what my Uber driver told me. <laughs> Facts, according to Uber drivers. Wow. wow. All right. Well, we know who sponsored this episode. It was Uber. Uber. Oh, mm-hmm. Lyft is better. <laughs> That's the one with the mustache cars. Yeah. Is it better? I heard that most Lyft drivers also just drive Uber. They do. They drive both. Yeah. But Lyft's a better experience. I was taking a Lyft in LA, and there was a guy. You got in the car, and there was a guitar. It was like an old van hmm. i thought it was going to be bad but he had a guitar on a stand and a little mini cube amp and you could sit in the back and play for him if you wanted to did he knock money off your fare if you were any good no i think it was just for his, his stoned entertainment i think cool. <laughs> yeah and he had like hey. lights in his car it was really neat what if you got on an uber but it was the cash cab <laughs> oh i would lose that's why mind. that show got canceled is because uber because Everyone was doing it. No, no one was getting taking cabs anymore. <laughs> the cash cab was driving around for hours looking for someone to pick up and no. But if Uber needs to make money, they can just do like cash Uber. Yeah. And then the cash Uber. Make it a YouTube channel. Let's set it up. What if we did okay, free idea. What if we did a cash Uber, but it was reverse where we got in an Uber and then we quizzed the driver and gave them money. Oh, that's if brilliant. They won. We just have GoPros on our on our chest. I'm gonna get the new one where you put it in your mouth. This session. Is it what are you talking the about? The GoPro session. It's the newest one. It's the guy made it because he liked putting his GoPro in his mouth, but it was too big. Like just to what? hold to get shots real quick while he's doing stuff. I don't know. Why it's do the size it of an mouth? ice cube. It's an ice cube size go- size GoPro. And it's by GoPro. Yeah. It's the new one that just got announced. I think people are going to be putting that in places other than their mouth as well. There's going to be a whole new type of pornography. Hey, let's keep it PG. Uh, It's PG. It's true. So, what are we talking about now then? The movie. (laughs) The movie The Uber and the camera and the the stuff. So there were some trailers from Comic-Con, as always. Indeed. Yes. Uh, Some highlights. Suicide Squad. What did we all think of that? Before we do that, I want to read something really quick that they um, posted about that trailer, and I was kind of who is they put uh, the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me pull that up. But before you do that, before I do that, just what did you guys think of the trailer? I liked it. It's I liked how trailer. dark it was. Yeah, it's a good trailer until the middle. Leo turns up and ruins it, being the shitty Joker again. I, th- you know, I. I'm not not sold. I'm not sold, and I'm not not sold, but I'm curious to see how it's all going to play out mm-hmm. for more than just one line of dialogue. Yeah. I don't I don't like the tattoos and the tattoos The tattoos are the one that. thing I don't like. I don't mind That's the, the one thing? You don't mind the teeth? The, the point is, the reason I'm so pissed about it is because there's no variation in any of the comics where he is that. 
and that's kind well, of... Well, did you hear the rumor of, like, that he's supposed to be another character from the comic book and that he's just disfigured? What? Well, why would why would they do that? That's... I don't know. Did they ever they're, say they're he's it. the Joker? Yeah, he's no. the Joker. No, the well, th- they... Yeah, he's... Yeah, they... It, they might tell a different... I mean, if they want to tell a different story like that, then that's fine. That he's the guy who kills Robin. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, that's in the trailer. Is it? Well, no, yeah. In Suicide Squad? It's implied. It's well, not. it's in the trailer for Batman vs. Superman. Right. Oh, oh yeah. That's and the then one. on it is the up. joke thing. Yeah. On the, yeah they're Are like you, tied together. But the, So the point is that Jared Leto is a good actor. Painted yeah. me to say it because there's just something about him that I'm not. He'll a fan pull of. it off. Well, you don't like his band, but <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Um, but no, like he he could be the Joker, but why not just give him a big smile and kind of yellow teeth? Because then people will yeah. go, Heath Ledger did that better. No, they won't because they will. it's a completely different design. This is my point, and that is no this <laughs> new design. People won't compare it to Heath Ledger. No, if they had done the a comic book version of the Joker because Heath Ledger's Joker wasn't a comic book version at all that was fabricated as well then why do you why is it a problem when it's Jared Leto but not when it's Heath Ledger because of the tattoos and the stupid shiny teeth well actually and he doesn't smile enough at the end of it either and his laugh isn't as good you know what I watched the original Batman the other day me too the original Batman Batman Michael Keaton 1990 or 1989 yeah right it was okay yeah but Jack Nicholson too chubby Hit, that's, for that role. Yeah, that's not the point. But his smile <laughs> is scary, and his laugh that he does when he becomes the Joker is legit. Yeah. I'll tell and you what. And that is what Jared Leto needed to be. He, need, he needed to be the green hair, red lips, white face, yellow dirty teeth, massive fake smile. I'm what, looking at it now, and it's exactly what you described except the teeth. Yeah, but no, because he's got a tattoo on his forehead, and he's got <laughs> tattoos all over his fucking body right it's, it's, just, it's stupid yeah it says damaged right on his hair yeah. line, which is probably uh, the worst one i don't like that one it's get rid all, of that one and you're good maybe he went to us. prison and they're all prison tattoos well, well that's what people have been trying to say but i don't even care why. it's like when christopher nolan takes stuff and he makes he he kind of twists the the cannon on purpose yeah like with heath ledger like his Joker was nothing to do with anything in the comics. Right. The fact that he cut his own, uh, or whatever he says, oh, you know, his dad did it in the movie, and then he says he did it, and then he says his what was mom the other did one? it. Yeah. yeah. It's like that is he. He had makeup on. His hair wasn't dyed. It was just kind of had some green sh- shit on it. He had put some makeup on because it washes off in the movie as well. If you remember that. So underneath, he's just a normal dude with well scars. Let yeah. me say scars. one thing. When if you look back in time at the comments on all the Heath Ledger Joker announcers and announcements and the first pictures, and I did this to see, everyone hated the first pictures and the first trailer of Heath Ledger's Joker. All the comments are, yeah, this is crap. It's ugly. His hair is stupid. His face is weird. He looks. And dumb. then you saw him do it, and in then the movie, the movie and it was, is yeah. fine. Well, I yeah. think that's so how Suicide Squad Everyone's Squash freaking be. out about this Joker, but in a year. Everyone might be like, oh, we freaked out about In nothing. a year, I'm still going to be like, that looks like fucking garbage. Well, let me read the Unless statement. there's a justification in the film itself. For yeah, the record, the I think the trailer is great. It right? is, yeah. And I really am looking forward to seeing the movie. I just don't like what they've done with the Joker. But the uh, the tone and the, the soundtrack and the casting and oh, Harley yeah. looks amazing and... I mean, who cares? Uh, Will Smith's in it. Like, who cares? It's not about Will Smith. Batman's riding the car. That looks amazing. 
It's proper. Batman? Right. Yeah. Well, here's and something. Squad trailer? Yeah, Batman's riding on top of a Lamborghini in the trailer. Way to miss that one, Nick. <laughs> I need to rewatch that. Yeah, you right. do. Well, I want to read real quick a statement that was put on Facebook from the Suicide Squad page. Um, so, obviously, when the trailer leaked, everyone was so hype and they had to put it out. It's mm-hmm. got like two million views but overnight. Here's, some, here's what they posted it with. And this is Sue Kroll, President Worldwide Marketing and International Distribution for Warner Brothers Pictures. Warner Brothers Pictures and our anti-piracy team have worked tirelessly over the last 48 hours to contain the Suicide Squad footage that was pirated from Hall H on Saturday. We have been unable to achieve that goal. Today, we release the same footage that has been illegally circulating on the web in the form it was created and high quality with which it was intended to be enjoyed. We regret this decision as it was our intention to keep the footage as a unique experience for Comic-Con's crowd, but we cannot continue to allow the film to be represented by the poor quality of the pirated footage stolen from our presentation. And that was the post where they put the real trailer was under that. Yeah. To me, it's like, you're the marketing team. You should be like, wow, this is incredible. Everyone in the world wants to see the trailer. It's the trailer. It's a trailer. It's the trailer. You want eyeballs on it. So I feel like they should have said, like, hey, did you think the Suicide Squad trailer was dope? Well, here, check it out in HD. Watch it. It's dope. Yeah. Everyone share this. And instead, they whine and complain about piracy. They're that, pissed someone That's like got. some old... That, to me, sounds like some old lady. I think, I think that's actually smart. I wouldn't be surprised if they planned it anyway. They knew it was going to happen. And, like, they it did always But why whine it's about it? It's happened every year. It's the trailer. Yeah, but that's it's not, not really the movie. whining about it. It's not like the movie leaked, so now they have to put it out early for free. Well, the point is that Comic-Con stuff happens because the idea is that it's quite a way off and you're getting a super... Exclusive sneak. Yeah, peek. well, it's 2015, and everyone has a f- camera in their pocket. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So go with the flow. But with actual trailers, people want to put them in front of movies, right? And see them on the big screen, and they want to put them on the internet. Well, then take, a, take everybody's phone. Yeah, like, but no, that's not the point. I'm and the kind security's of tight there. Like it is. They're it's real leading up strict, to the point but... of the fact that it doesn't matter. But I, I see what she's saying because. You kind of you want people to remain excited about something, and if right. the trailers come out a year before the movie's coming out, how do you remember it? And that trailer shows a lot of footage as well. Right. It's long. All it's, the trailers long, that came yeah. out were long. Yeah, but that movie, really? that Suicide Squad, is it is is it over a year away still? Yeah, yeah, they're still filming it now, or something like that, or something crazy. Then why show the trailer to a hall full of people? That's what I don't get. It's like you knew. Don't that, make a trailer. You knew that was going to happen. Or if not, you should be excited because people want to see this. I mean, your job is marketing. I feel like it's the same. Like if if a bunch of people wanted to listen to our podcast, I wouldn't be trying to delete it off everything. I'd be like, well, listen to it. It's on iTunes. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's it's a thing. It's a trailer. Where it's free. I think they're mad because that that leaked video, that single video, got 1.7 million views overnight. Yeah, and they're not getting that those numbers like. Warner yeah, Brothers is not tra- getting the those trailer numbers right. for a movie. And at the end of the day, like they're coming out. All trailers are coming out. I personally, from a marketing standpoint, I would much rather release the trailer instead of having people go out. Like everyone's going to be excited at Comic Con, but when they leave Comic Con, they're going to be like, "Oh, Jared Leto's The Joker was shitty," or "Oh, Harley Quinn looked this or this or that." And people trying to explain it could be damaging or if people overhype it and a trailer finally comes out it might not have the the hype that it yeah 
that they intend on it getting like it just kind of snuck out on the internet and everyone freaked out about it. Yeah, so the same thing happened with the Batman versus Superman one. They released yeah. the real one the next day and then the only one that hasn't done it is Deadpool. There's a leak. I've I've watched it. Yeah. I've seen the it's really bad quality. It is. The the capture of it. But you can hear what's going on and you can kind of see it. And so that's kind of weird that they're the only ones who've held back uh, considering that that one's had as much buzz. Deadpool also got a standing ovation yeah. and an encore presentation. Yeah. So and I think they played that, it twice. Yeah, the studio I think is just like, yeah, fuck it, we'll just hold on to it. You yeah. know, like they literally were just like, yeah, I think that's kind of. I think they, re- which is great. They released some stills from it today. I saw they released some yeah. HD stills. But because no. no one's mad. That's the thing too to think about is no one's mad about Deadpool. Like yeah. everyone asked for Deadpool, Suicide Squad. People have been skeptical since day one. Yeah. Like uh, David Ayer has been, which I think is the director's name. He's been under pressure since they started filming and when the pictures of jared leto came out everyone was so mad like this is the worst looking thing ever and people were you know he was trying to defend it so like he's been under fire well it's a weird it's i mean it makes it it's such a weird uh, film to have followed because i was looking at a bunch of the behind the scenes so many like they were they didn't close down any of the streets in vancouver or wherever it was that they were shooting it so they're driving around People literally are just stood on the side of the street, yep. and the Lamborghinis driving around. And that was where the the Batman stuff, the Batmobiles driving around, and Batman's on top of the Lamborghini that the Joker and Harley Quinn are driving. And it's like this was a, a month or two, two months ago. Uh, there were f- people with phones stood in the street recording a car chase that's going to be in the movie. Yep, you can see everybody's makeup. You can see Batman's riding on the top of the car. This is like two months ago, right? Like. They're the, not keeping anything. A there secret. is nothing. There is no type of secrecy control. So no. the, what she wrote anyway. I mean, I I get behind it, but also it's a bit dumb because of how much stuff has leaked already. Yeah, I, I get it. I but. think the bottom line is this day and age, if you don't want something out there on the internet, then you don't show it to anyone. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's with anything personal or business. Yeah. So. You kind of got what you were asking for at that point. It's also like I think with Comic Con too, and this is kind of something I, I picked up on when I was when I was actually there. Is trailers are going to come out anyway, you know? And I think the panels are great, showing exclusive things. Like Star Wars did it right. If they if Star Wars would would have just shown a featurette but not released it online, that's exclusive material. That's mm-hmm. cool. It's behind the scenes. It's special. If you're showing a trailer that you're going to release a variant of the trailer anyway. Why can't you just put it online for all the people who either A, can't afford Comic-Con, or B, can't get it in because it sells out in minutes? Yeah. So it's like, like why is that such a big deal? Yeah, it's a trailer for a movie. If you saw it first in a crowded room full of people, and then everyone else saw it online, like, you still got your money's worth. If that's why you're going, is to feel cool and exclusive, then you're probably not very cool. You're seeing it with the cast Mm. of the movie. Like, they're there, you can watch a trailer, and you ask afterwards. That's exclusive. And people clap. Yeah. Like... I saw it on Facebook on my phone, and no one clapped, and it wasn't that cool. You could text your friend and be like, hey, the trailer was dope. And then we <laughs> FaceTimed and just clapped yeah. together. Like, that's not Comic-Con. So let's talk about some of the other trailers anyway. Yeah, yeah. Th- That's all very relevant, but we could talk for an hour about that, to be oh, fair. Yeah, let's I talk could. about the actual content itself. Well, to me, that trailer made me not very excited for the movie, to be honest. Suicide Squad? Really? It was yeah. kind of whatever. I mean, it just was like... Hey, we got some villains. Oh boy, oh, check them out. And it's like, oh, these guys are scary. I guess. Like it to me, it seemed like a vi- like a video game trailer. If that was a trailer for a new Batman game, I'll be like, 
Yes. This yeah, you're dumb. in. But a movie, it's like, I don't, do I need this? It kind of could be. It's funny that you mentioned that. It kind of could be a video game trailer. Yeah. Think about it like that. Watch it again, but think video game trailer, and that's what it seemed yeah. like to me. But it's peaking interest. I think it, it shot really well. Yeah. Oh, uh, it looks the casting's great. Casting's great. Um, the mood, the tone is great. Yeah. Like it's a comic book movie, but it doesn't it actually feels like a crime drama? Yeah. Whereas like the Batman vs Superman trailer felt like. But bear this... in mind, it's a hard sell anyway because it's oh, yeah. a movie about a bunch of characters that not a lot of people really know anything about. Yeah, yeah. well, like Ant Man and Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. it's like that same yeah. vein. It's also very gritty. Like nothing that gritty. It's a bold move. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's super a lot bold. of people saying they hope it's rated R. I, it's it has to be. Well. If they want to sell tickets, it doesn't have to be. I don't think yeah. it's going to be. I don't think it will be. It's but not. I, think a de- I don't think it. they're trying to pull a Deadpool where it was like the fans wanted the movie and you're getting the movie and. Yeah. I th- I don't see how it is like Batman Superman's PG like the first one was P- Man of Steel was PG. PG thirteen. Yeah. All the Batman's that have come out have been PG. Yeah, I mean PG thirteen. Yeah. Same thing. Isn't Two it? different things. I, if is I feel it like here? yeah. Oh, okay. It's G is general audience, pretty much anybody. PG is like parental guidance suggested. So like bring your kid but talk Don't to get him. me started on the American no. film classification. Well, you know it. It's I mean I do but it's ridiculous. Yeah. PG-13. Essentially there is no rating where you can't take a 5-year-old child. Well, R Even to an R it's like you can take a 5-year-old but you know it's your fault mum and dad. Frowned upon. Yeah. R, you like have whereas in England you have to show ID no, you to do. get into a movie. Here you have to show ID to go to an R movie. But someone that's 21 can buy someone under 17 a ticket. You so have the Peggy kind of system, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, no, you have the Peggy system. We Peg- do? Yeah. Well, you, you have like 13, 18. We have um, 12A. We have PG, U, Universal, PG, Parental Guidance, uh, 12A. I don't know what the A stands for anymore. Uh, 15 and 18, and that's it. So okay. if, if it's a 15, you have to show that you're 15 to yeah. go, even if a parent brings you and you're 14? Uh, I think... Because we have NC-17. Yeah. NC-17 means if you're 17 or younger, you cannot go no matter who's with you or anything. But that's but super rare. That's basically a death sentence for a film. Yeah. No, no theaters will carry them, basically. Yeah. Because so NC-17 is worse than R? Yes. Really? Yeah. Because you have to be 18 or older to even go in the theater, that's even if your parents bring crazy. you. Yeah. yeah. But there, I, there aren't many movies. I can't movies. think of a movie that's mm. rated that. Killer Joe with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. but they're always limited release. Yeah. That was a crazy-ass movie. <laughs> so good. Um, so, yes, okay, so Suicide Squad, we're all, you're kind of like, eh. Yeah. I'm, we're kind of like, yeah. I'm... Yeah. It has my attention. Yeah. Batman like versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. That one however, got my attention. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm the, super into that. The best part was the shot from outside the building when the laser eyes are mm-hmm. tearing it up. I was like, yes, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> You've seen Man of Steel, I presume? Kind of. Kind of. I didn't really pay that much attention. So therefore, you, you <laughs> I knew why, because you see it from his perspective when he does that. Yeah. And then so this was like, hey. Superman, you thought he was dope, but he's kind of messing up stuff. <laughs> yeah. So so it's cool. I mean, it, it's good for people who have definitely know the first film a bunch because that is the whole... That's going to be a storyline as to part of how Bruce Wayne's kind of like, fuck you, Superman. Excited to see how a 60-year-old Batman holds up. Well, he's not... I, he's like mid-40s in this. I loved it. it. I, I for one, it. can say I... I Loved the Ben Affleck Superman. Everyone was so critical of uh-huh. it. 
I was when they announced it, I was like, whatever, it'll I'm, work. I'm ha- Jesse the Eisenberg. The first picture. Oh, Jesse um, Eisenberg is the worst. I'm not. It. Yeah, I um, hate him. <laughs> I think he's going to be good. I think he's still too young for the role, but I that's think why I hate it. But he seems to have. He's got dumb that. hair. He right. Well, the, we know that the hair will be gone. He by looks the end like of the movie. Billy Corgan. But like bald Jesse Eisenberg is just as weird. Well, look, it's about the tone and how he can, and the few lines that he has in it are kind of creepy and it's cool. And there's, they, the thing that obviously you touched on as well, and we were doing our little road trip the other week when we watched it all together in the car, and it was like you were bl- plugging your ears because the trailer gives too much weight. If you were, if you watch that Batman Superman, it's kind of obvious what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of really obvious. Uh, and we went into detail about saying how Zack Snyder had said that he was basically going to make it, like a, a year ago or whatever at the last Comic-Con when, he, when they announced that it, the next movie was called Batman Superman. Um... Uh, he said that it was going to be based on the Frank Miller book, uh, The Dark Knight Returns, which... Great book. Now he's kind of gone back on himself a little bit, and it's kind of not. And when, if you... Because I, I watched the panel uh, on the internet, the the cast panel, and he was saying, yeah, there's a couple of ideas from it because I love that book, but it's not actually about that. So I think if you actually watch this, the Batman Superman trailer, you can kind I of did. tell the story. I watched it again because I was like, whatever. I already know what's going on. Right. And can you kind of tell what's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, more or less. It's in the title. No, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff. I mean, I feel yeah, like I would a be spoiling it now if I went into my own theories about it. But that's not any what Don't this is. Don't spoil about, it for anyway. me. This is a, this is about the trailer, and yeah, I think I I, I just yeah. Should after, we start a betting pool on who's going to win? Uh, then then no, neither of them is going to die. No. Yeah, but one of them is going to win. No, I don't think they will. In what way? How can you name it Batman versus Superman and then have a draw? What if what if they just shake hands at the end? What if they arm wrestle? <laughs> yeah. The world's shortest movie. I feel like I know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I mean, I've got it in like, my head like okay, this is. You know what I'd like to see? Why are they fighting though? You don't that's not I think you've missed it. It's because they pit them against each other cuz Super Superman's why are they c- kind of a Well, they're both the, okay, I want. Uh, I don't want to know. I'm trying not to know. They're well, neighbors. Go in. You can neighbors. theorize about it. Well, the government doesn't really like either. Batman rolls up into whatever town, and Superman's like, "Whoa, there's no room for two of us," and they fight. To me, and well, we can move on from it. But to me, all I'm saying is, it's very obvious to me, and I may be wrong. Come March next year, but Lex Luthor has control over Superman. Right. And that is the real reason. And they had that dude's body? Zod's body, yeah. yeah. I think and there's a moment where he's got the kryptonite. Uh, there's a bunch of soldiers in it with Superman's al- emblem on their thing. Well, you had on their, said... On their arms. I think that Lex Luthor is somehow in control of Superman. And uh, whether it's through threatening to kill somebody or threatening to do something. Because there's that moment where Superman's down on his knees and then Eisenberg Luthor looks down and kind of puts his hand around him and Superman just looks up and he's like damn, why isn't he fucking Lex Luthor up right now? Because he's thinking, in control of him. And then that's why Batman's like, well, I fucking hate Superman anyway, so I'm going to go fuck him up because he's bad now anyway. I'm that um, Batman gets a hold of some kryptonite. And puts it where the sun don't shine. Maybe. <laughs> it would be nice to see <laughs> kryptonite. And Superman explodes <laughs> from the inside out. That would be crazy. And Deadpool, which is the super... They, Best trailer of the week. It leaked in a series of vines... Pretty much. Have you so, seen it? No, I didn't. 
best trailer of the not. week. Any trailer that uses X gonna give it to you by DMX in it, <laughs> best trailer I've ever seen. Well, in my it's life. funny that it makes it look like a comedy. The suit is crazy good. The casting's great. His voice is good. Yeah, the side characters are good. It's the, the one, jokes are funny. It's the one movie that you can say is completely for the fans. Yeah, and there oh, is yeah. probably going to be nobody who watches it who's a big fan of Deadpool who goes, "Yeah, but that doesn't happen in the comics because evidently everything that I've seen is exactly like page for page, word for word." It's a hard sell though, again, because not many people really know who Deadpool is, so they've got to sell yeah. it. I, I saw would, a guy yeah. with a really cool Deadpool shirt at Disney mm. this weekend. I wanted to tell him cool shirt, but he was on the other side of a window. You should have yelled it <laughs> or be, wrote it. That'd be straight. In, Breathe on the window and, and then write, write cool it. shirt, yeah. cool short, and tap shirt. on it, and then just wave. Cool shirt. No, I would not do that. I would have. So yeah, that was some Comic Con stuff. Pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. And in some other movie news, uh, Yahoo put together, which was easy for them, the Rotten Tomatoes uh, top list of Marvel movies because there's been 49 now. Oh my god. Yeah, and <laughs> that's or 39. Sorry. Still a ton. Still a lot. Um, so they the they ranked them all based on their Rotten Tomato score. Put it out. Brought some attention to that. Iron so, Man Iron two Man. was the lowest. <laughs> no, I'll tell you the top Dang and bottom it. three. So the top three. What well, number one? Iron Man. Really. Number two, Avengers, and number three, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's horseshit. What? And number <laughs> uh, thirty-seven. Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, oh. number 38, Howard the Duck, and number 39, Elektra. Those were their bottom three. Ooh, Elektra. Wow. I actually thought the Ghost Rider sequel was better than the first Ghost Rider, but then what do I know? Yeah. Well, I agree with their... What's the top f- What's the top five? What's the two after Guardians? Yeah. Um, let me pull it up. I only wrote down those ones because... The Avengers above Guardians, that's a bold-faced lie. I Shame didn't, on Rotten what? Tomatoes. The origi- no, Think not the, the Avengers. The original Avengers is definitely... Number one. The Avengers 1 the is definitely Avengers. the best one. It's kind of, I mean, it's... Lloyd. I preferred it to Guardians please. for sure. Oh, Get out of here. So, so we're looking at Iron Man, the Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, then number four, X-Men, Days of Future Past. Oh, that was good. Number five, Spider-Man 2. Number this is six, just based on Rotten Winter Soldier. Well, I think we can throw this shit out the window, can't we? Winter no, Soldier was better than Spider-Man 2. I mean, I would say Rotten Tomatoes is a definitely... I agree, and it's a good go-to place to kind of... Because yeah. it does critics and audience, but that is nonsense. Big Hero 6 was 7. Well, there you go. You see, it's just nonsense. That's not nonsense. That's a, it's it a, is a, nonsense. Number 8 was Spider-Man. 9. Uh, X-Men United. Okay. There you go. Bullshit. Wait, X-Men, no, X-Men United? First Class, sorry. First X-Men class, United was 10. First Class was better than Days of Future Past. Okay. Age of Ultron was 14. What about 10? Why'd you skip ahead four? Because that's a highlight. Oh. Like, we, I'm, I'm not going to read the whole list. Either way, we've we're getting there. We're going to run yeah. out of tape. <laughs> yeah, we are. But uh, Blade that, 2 and Blade at 26 and 27. Oh, Blade should be at number one. What the hell Get out of here. is this? Blade is a great movie. Blade is great. Uh, and Blade but, 2 is even better. <laughs> and Blade 3 is... Blade 2 is actually pretty good as it's well. A great I like movie. it. Well, Damn. then you should make your own list of the that list top is, 39. I mean, most people that I mean that's like collated information. Most people kind of agree yeah. on what the top 5 Marvel well, movies are. Well, the, the top 15 are like newer movies too and there are yeah. more critics than there were back when Howard the Duck came out. 
I mean, is anyone going to argue that Howard the Duck shouldn't be number 38? It Probably. Who? I mean, me? What would, where would you put it? I mean... Somewhere not, in the middle? What's number 27? <laughs> We're not doing this. Just yeah, tell me what 27 is. I already closed it. Twenty. Open it back up. What's 27? Right. Why do you want to know 27? I just want to know. All right. Number 27 is Blade. I told you that. Oh. Thor was 15. The Amazing Spider-Man was 16. So, yeah, I mean... Amazing Spider-Man was number 16? Here's the thing. All these Blade. movies are the same crap. I'm going to so light like, that list on fire. Oh, exactly. The That's a, even the top three is nonsense. So, all right, moving on. Come on. All David, right. write a letter to the internet and tell him to get rid of that shitty list. All right, well, here's some here's some news. <laughs> um, Michael Sarah will be voicing Robin in Lego Batman. Saw that. Who cares, really? <laughs> Move on. Guillermo <laughs> del Toro... <laughs> Said, Next. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you ever see the picture of Michael Sarah that says, like, uh, Michael Sarah one day walked onto a movie set and was so awkward that he, they told him to act, but he wasn't supposed to be there. And he was too awkward to tell them, so he just acted anyway. And that's all he's been doing his whole life. And that's how he got in super He never bad. wanted to act. <laughs> that cracked me up. Anyway. That's pretty great. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. On Hellboy 3. <laughs> yeah. The hard it? fact is that the movie is going to need about $120 million, and there's nobody knocking down our doors to give it to us. Yeah. It's a little beyond Kickstarter. Uh-huh. And I kind of like that. He's saying that because everyone's solution is, oh, you know what? We'll make an Indiegogo. And he just then- needs too much money to make movies. But he does them really well. They look gorgeous, but like his thing is that like Hellboy 2 cost what it did because of... I remember seeing him behind the scenes, or it was either one or two, where there's this like giant practical alien thing in the background. It's literally three mm. seconds of a shot, and he needed it to be there. You yeah. know how much that probably cost? Enough. He doesn't need that. Well, Ron Perlman's been, because he only ever really is in very small movie roles. Yeah, he'll work really, for free. To be fair. And he, <laughs> He's like Nick Cage. I, he tweeted, didn't he, about it a little while ago. He was like, let's complete the trilogy that it was always meant to be. Yeah. But yeah, I think he's right. Guillermo doesn't need to do it. He's got... I just like that instead of going, yeah, let's do it, and making everyone else pay for it, he's like, look, yeah, maybe this isn't a good idea. Instead of Pacific Rim, maybe you should have done Hellboy 3. <laughs> well, I don't know, because Pacific Rim sequel's coming, so... Thanks know. to Japan. Yeah. Nippon. Well, here's something interesting that um, somebody had noticed. I don't know if you guys saw the final Fantastic Four trailer before yeah. Ant-Man, yeah. but the space sequences, they changed the look from being orangish or reddish to green. Like when there's lava, it's mm-hmm. green now. Mm-hmm. The reflections on their suits are green. Right. I need to... No, I need to... I missed the trailer. It was orange before. I kind of noticed that. And, what's and then the, I what saw they, it. What's the point of this? Just... It's interesting. It's an observation. Yeah, but it's kind of <laughs> cool because it's like the first trailer came out not that long ago. Everything Someone on a message board was like, lava wouldn't be orange in space. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to change <laughs> we gotta it. We got to change it. <laughs> it's like when they told James Cameron the stars were wrong in Titanic, so he yeah. recut it. Is that, hang on, when, is that what's coming out next week or is that in August? Fantastic Four. It's pretty know. soon. I mean... Something it, big comes, or well, no, Pixels, and then the week after it's like... Mission Impossible or something. You know what? Oh, yeah. I'm sick of reboots and I'm sick of origin stories, but this Fantastic Four movie looks really good to me. I'm excited. And the, the it looks team young. in it, too, what? I'm excited. It looks like... Really? A, yeah. yeah, it's like young what? actors that I recognize from good little movies I like. Not little, but, you know, it's yeah. not just, oh, starring Chris Pratt and Amy Schumer. It's Fantastic Four. Mm. Like, 
And it seems kind of cool and dark and a little Cool, well, I'm going to be in the minority then and say I don't give a shit about that movie. <laughs> Nothing about it interests me at all. But maybe that's because the first two Fantastic Four movies were, were so shit. awful. And it kind of made me dislike the characters as well. Yeah, um, I agree. We'll I agree go see it, and I would love to be pleasantly surprised, but it just looks boring. Right. Well, here's a fun fact for you guys. Yes. The only movies to sell more than 70 million tickets in the 21st century without being re-released are Jurassic World, The Avengers, and Shrek 2. Shrek 2 made the list. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, of course you did. So uh, next, <laughs> you got any more, Lloyd? Before we move on, I yeah. know you always like to tack on your own movie news. So do you have Last any? Last time we had a problem. Um, uh, oh, Ghostbusters, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, more Ghostbusters that? news. More shit about that has come out. Who cares? Exactly. Over oh, it. What a friend told me that I didn't even know uh, was that this has got nothing. It's not a sequel. It's a complete reboot. God. Yeah. It has nothing to do with uh, the original two Ghostbusters movies. I could see... So much so that Dan Aykroyd, one of the original Ghostbusters, is making a cameo in the new one as a taxi driver, and he's in it for like three minutes. I could see the All new right. trend. So fuck this movie, and uh, fuck the new car. It looks shit. <laughs> and fuck the proton Tell packs. Tell them how you really feel. It's fuck Lloyd, the it's, outfits. It's past Lloyd's bedtime right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Ghostbusters. Fuck it all. David, one. someone put this boy Quite to frankly. bed. All right. Well, yeah, so there you go. Uh, that's but, the news. But there are pictures if anyone wants to go and look anyway. No. And it's just kind of like. Forget all of it. Whatever. Nothing uh, to do with me being anti women, by the way. It's fine <laughs> that it's an all-woman Ghostbusters team. Just so everyone knows. I feel like it's I'm kind so of pissed. a bad it's idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's just like, what? Why? Well, Why are they uh, all women? Uh, uh, Not well. that you have to say, uh, like, obviously women can bust ghosts just as well as men, and they deserve equal pay. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that. So if you're a feminist, and, but it's like, it's a move. If the dinosaurs in Jurassic World were not dinosaurs... And they were women. You would be like, "Come on, it might be different." You've taken a tangent that is just madness right now. Yeah. Right. Let's leave Ghostbusters right. for a future episode. A future Sounds slating. Good. So Nick has a game for <clears throat> us now. I do. Are we playing a game? Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. It's called Ants. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yeah. A U N T S. Ants. Yes. <laughs> List all your ants. Ants. <laughs> yes. All right. So how do we play? Uh, well, you just have to. I'm gonna list off 13 different movies, and you gotta tell me which one featured ants as the bad guy. All right, rock paper scissors for who goes first as a bad guy. Okay, all yeah. right, on shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. Uh, I lost. Lloyd goes first. I scissors. Well, me. Lloyd gets the pick. Oh, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. All right, all right. I'll yeah. see you guys. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Go go go, Shaq. <laughs> All right, David, do you have the sheet pulled up? Yes. All right, hang on, let me turn this brightness down so it doesn't see the reflection in my glasses. <laughs> okay. That's not going to be a problem. <laughs> I know. All right, let me turn my mic. All right, Lloyd. Yeah. Tell me which of these movies, just say yes or no. Is this against the clock? No. Okay. <laughs> yes or no to whether it had ants in it? Ants as the evil being in the film. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is real. Yeah. All right, are you ready? Yeah. David, are you ready? I am ready. All right, David's ready. All right. Stinger. 
No. Them. Yes. It happened at Lakewood Manor. No. The Bone Snatcher. No. Beginning of the end. Yes. Bug Buster. Yes. The Naked Jungle. Yes. Infestation. No. Phase five. Yes. Mimic. No. The Goonies. No. <laughs> Fuck, what? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not getting answers the bat. There's no. Yeah. Starship Troopers 3, Marauder. Well, bugs, does that count? How have you done this? Come on. Are ants. they ants or not? Well, no, they're not ants. All right. The hive. No. All right. Do you have uh, those written down? Yep. Ravy Davy. I, All right. I purposefully did some things there. On purpose. That, I mean, that was good. It's a good game. All right. That's good. Sligs. What are you eating? Power Crunch bar. <laughs> All right. So there was a bit of a struggle here. It's because Lloyd doesn't know how to play games. No, it's because Lloyd does know. I, it's just a tough game. I was doing some out there answers on purpose to throw me. No. To throw Nick? No. <laughs> Wait, what's the purpose? Because you're not going to know 80% of these movies. No. And some of them are called that things that... That is a that... big bottle of water. All right, he's ready. ready. To go. Okay, take right, it away anyway. Here we go. So, hold on. So we're playing a game of ants. Ants. All and right. you have to tell me which film features ants Are you giving as me the two villain. films and I pick one? No. I'm just going to give just you a yes name. yes or no. Yes or no. Adam, Should are I you ready? Should I say ants or no? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Adam, are you ready? On three. David, are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Stinger. Ants. That means yes. Wait, David. say yes or no. Yes. Okay, <laughs> you're throwing David off. All right, so Stinger. Yes. Them. No. It happened at Lakewood Manor. No. The Bone Snatcher. No. Beginning of the end. Yes. Bug Buster. No. The Naked Jungle. Yes. Infestation. Yes. Phase five. Yes. Mimic. No. The Goonies. Yes. Starship Troopers 3 Marauder. Yes. The Hive. No. All right. Time. You didn't say Starship Troopers 3 to me. I did. Yes, you did. Play that back. No, don't play (laughs) it back. Don't play it back. All right. right. We do not have that capability. All right. That was, we're good. Okay, here we go. Playback is not in the budget. I'm going to, I'm going to go through here and David is going to tell us he doesn't have a mic. He should have had a mic, but he doesn't have one. I do have a mic. Oh, wait. We can hear you. What? Yeah, yeah I've been talking to you this whole time. <laughs> Guys. Oh, what a crackhead. That's where it is. All Sorry. right, so go ahead. Ant-Man scrambled my brain. Oh, shh. I'll just say right now that I've never watched a single movie that you listed. All right, here we go. What? Stinger. No, there are no ants. Who I, got that right? Lloyd Williams. All right, I knew that's one for Lloyd. Stingers belong to bees. But I was committed. All right. Hang on. You keep that. All right. Them. Yes, they featured ants. Who got that right? They both got that one correct. Okay. All right. It happened at Lakewood Manor. Yes, features ants. Woo! Neither of them got that one correct. (laughs) I thought I had that. All right. This is going to be a close game, guys. I can feel it. Uh, The Bone Snatcher. Yes, featured ants. Neither of them got that one correct either. Dummies. All right, beginning of the end. No, it did not feature ants. Adam Sliger got that one correct. And it's a tie game. <laughs> How do you know that? I look. I'm. You I both got do. two correct so far. Here we go. Okay. okay. But we'll see. Bugbuster. No. no. No ants. Only bugs. 
Who got that right? Neither. Oh, all right. The Naked Jungle. Yes, it did feature ants. Lloyd Williams got that one. Yes. I said said yes, too. No, you didn't. What? Not according to my score sheet. (laughs) All right. Suck it. All right. Infestation. No. No ants. Only cockroaches. Ah. Lloyd Williams got that one correct as well. Oh, my God. All right. Phase five. Yes, it did feature ants. They both got that one correct. Oh. Still two in front. All right. Mimic. No, didn't feature ants. It featured a giant cockroach. Yeah. Lloyd Williams got that one correct. Yeah. The Goonies. No, it didn't feature ants. Of course it didn't, you idiot. (laughs) I don't even know what Lloyd Williams is the only one that got that one correct. Starship Troopers 3. Did you just say I don't know what the Goonies is? Yeah, Adam's never seen it. Oh, my. <laughs> Starship, th- Starship Troopers 3. No, it did not feature ants. Lloyd Williams got that one correct. Oh my god. The Hive. Yes, it featured ants. Adam Slager got that one correct. So, what was the final score? Lloyd Williams with eight. Smashed it. Adam Slager with five. <laughs> oh, whatever. All right. Acceptance speech. Look who's coming up at the game next week. Lloyd Williams. Um, Who do you want to thank? I would like to thank. <laughs> Mix uh, it up this time. Some knowledge. Uh. Because I knew a lot of those, but I didn't know others, so I will say thank you to my knowledge of seeing shit movies over my life. Um, and I would like to. Uh, yeah, that'll do. That's all it. Right. I'm more just completely disgusted that you've not seen The Goonies. <laughs> I'm We're all taken aback by heard that. Of it. Next week's episode is all Goonies themed. That's what you got to watch this week. It's okay. I'll watch it with you. It's on Netflix, I think, isn't it? Maybe. I think so, yeah. I have, it's not, I have three copies of it at home. Buy it anyway. It's such a good movie. I have two copies on Blu-ray, one on DVD, sounds, and a VHS sounds copy. Sounds redundant. You have three Blu-ray copies of it. Two. Why? Uh, well, one was a box set that came with a board game. <laughs> the other one was just plain. Hmm. And then I have a DVD that's broken because I watched it too many times. You know what? All this stuff... <laughs> like, riddle me this. Um, do you think every new medium for movies is just a way for them to sell a bunch of schlubs like is blu-ray even actually bet any better for the back to the future blu-ray release yes shut up i'm gonna come over there and punch you in a minute do it think about it (laughs) when i was a kid i watched i watched vhs tapes and i did not care shut up i went around your house the other day and i saw jurassic park on dvd (laughs) you've got a hd tv You don't watch DVDs on it you anymore. Realize, you, you stream in HD and you watch Blu-rays. That's it. <laughs> Lloyd, do you realize they made that movie in 1992? Before 93, fool. <laughs> no, but they were making it in 92. Right. Before HD camera, like, no, it doesn't matter. Yes, it's a it DVD. matters because they retrans, they remaster oh, them. David, this has turned into an episode of... Uh, Jerry Springer. <laughs> you will. You can see. Jerry, I mean, Jerry, you can see that Jerry. even you, being all ignorant and like, uh, plug your ears for trailers and all that shit. Even you would tell the difference. They I all get remastered. It's HD. <laughs> it's a Blu-ray for a reason. People to if put it wasn't too much worth it, they wouldn't that. have invented it. You guys are no. Listening. They invented it so they could sell you a nine hundred dollar machine. Incorrect. <laughs> it right. looks way better. All of our listeners are now listening to the end of the fourth wall film cast. Yeah. <laughs> this is our demise. This is it. <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk Ant Man, aka Ravioli Ravioli, give me the formuoli. The new title I gave that movie. Why? <laughs> Why? Because that's what it's all about. 
What? Do you remember it? Ravioli, the ravioli, quote? give me the formuli. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole movie. Right. That sums it up. What did you guys think? Out like of five. Like a rating out of five. Lloyd Williams. Uh, four. Easy four. Solid four. Strong yeah. four. Yeah, strong four. I would say either a 2.5 or a three. We're not doing 0.5s. Yeah, we don't do 0.5s around these Well, parts. I'm between a two and a three. All right, explain you yourself, go first. first of all. Uh, well, for starters, I thought... You sure it hasn't just not sunk in properly yet? No, I just didn't like it. How many people were in the theater? A lot. And were they laughing themselves? Yeah, it was funny. And screaming I and cheering? I thought it was funny. And, yeah? No, no one was cheering. Oh, okay. There's nothing to cheer about. Right. I, I thought... All the inventive bits, like the end, the two end fight sequences that were in the trailers were the most inventive part of the whole movie, and they were really cool. But I think that the whole entire thing was like stale and directed like a comedy because it was directed by a bad director. Like it was all very, it was funny. Like when it was funny, like this is Tomorrowland again. Like, like the, the, oh, I don't like this one writer, so I'm going to go into this movie no, hating like, it. He's fine. I just think that. Of all the people they could have picked. Who directed it? Peyton Reed. He Never directed heard of it. Fun with Dick and Jane with Jim Carrey. I mean, that's one movie he directed. And another bad comedy as well. Yes Man, I think. Oh, that was, come on. But like yes Ant Man. What was that? It's Jim another Carrey. Jim Carrey. Another Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> he sings Third Eye Blind. Yeah. It just, I think the character of that Paul Rudd played, I think that character was great. Mm. Scott, right? Scott yeah. Lang. Scott Lang, yeah. Yeah, he was great. I think there were too but many... But it's Ant-Man, so if he was great, it's a good movie. The yeah, like, I think it was... It was... <laughs> it's not called director. <laughs> no, I mean, his character... Like, he was funny. I think, the honestly, the best part of the whole movie was Michael Pena. Yeah, He no. was the best part of the whole movie. Interesting. But I think that, like, in terms of villain, like, there was no character development. The guy who played the bad guy who played, essentially, he was Yellow Jacket. Mm-hmm. He was a dick the first time you saw him, and he was a mm-hmm. dick until the end of the movie. That's why like, he's the villain. But there was no development. He was just a dickhole the whole time. There, and was then, a like, bit, there was a bit of development with like him not getting the approval the from Hank Pym. And yeah. I think the point was you already you saw how he was, and then you learn why he is that. So he doesn't develop. But that, it's the same kind of... Like, there's not a rubric for this stuff. Ant-Man made me realize that all these Marvel origin stories are all the same. That's like, the one that made you realize it? Not all it of them before? Made me, it made me realize like the whole doing it for my daughter aspect. It was Iron Man 1. See, here's the thing. This That's is exactly the best was. Marvel movie I've watched in a long time because it wasn't just the same cheesy orchestra. Like I yeah. liked it so much because I'm sick and tired of Marvel movies and I thought it was way different. Like, I wanted it to be more different. It I wrote some notes down. I don't know how it could be more di- I mean, it felt... It, like, needed, it felt it, like a Disney. It needed creativity, classic in a good way. There was there was no cre the creativity lied in the origin story of Ant Man being a character that none of us know. But there was no creativity behind the lens. Like I feel like everyone involved, like the writing, there was no super creative moments. The directing, I the disagree. cinematography, it was like the tank flat. Was dope. The, it was cool, but the it character, was like, like when, when Michael happened, Pena's character like, oh. is giving the rundown of everything, and everyone has their his voice. Like that was funny. There's creative stuff. It, that was funny, but like it was still like film school, you know. Well, like the, the, it was they, it was him trying to be Edgar Wright, and I hated that. Well, that's fine, but I mean, reg- regardless of what you know about it, like all the trouble they had with it with the director and all that shit. Yeah. The the way that I tell whether I like a Marvel movie 
First of all, I know I'm probably going to like it to some degree because they follow Fair, a yeah. structure and things are colourful and things are funny and things are serious and things are emotional. It's kind of, you know, what they're all going to be to a certain degree. And some, right. It's the story that is engaging. That's why I thought Thor 2 was so shit because it didn't have a story and it was boring and it was kind of a bit of a throwaway movie. And Thor's the worst character they've ever had. Okay, so um, <laughs> I disagree. But um, so with Ant-Man... I, I honestly went in with really low expectations and I found myself smiling throughout the whole thing. Maybe that was and my problem. And laughing and it was, it. The, I mean, it was just, yeah, I, I, there was no pedestal. There is, there kind of is no Marvel pedestal, really. In terms of trying to make things original, maybe like Guardians, something like that. So that's my But th- the thing yeah. with Ant-Man is that I loved it because it didn't feel like anything like Age of Ultron, which... I don't think we've ever really talked about it yet, but I, I was massively let down with Ultron. And this this was the next Marvel film that comes along, and it felt like it had nothing to do with Marvel. And that was really cool. That was it did to me because there were me. so many, like, they kept talking about the Avengers. Yeah, like, which which I, re- I mean, they kind of had to because, I mean, it's like he's in San Francisco. Yeah. Like none Stark of the characters you've heard, heard of before. Um, I mean, you've got... It's introducing brand new characters. Falcon, right, was in it. Falcon yeah. was in it for a moment, yeah. Um, Which was funny. That was a fun interaction, like. Yeah. And in in the showing that we watched, like the theater went crazy when he's like, uh, when Flying he's on the back of it. Anthony and he flies along and he says, "Oh," and then the cat the cloud clears and you see that it, he says, "This isn't no any disused uh, government building." And the cloud goes oh, away, and you the see a. the Avengers A yeah. on top, and everyone lost their shit. But and I that think, was a cool little sequence. But yeah, in terms of where it went, it kind of did. He stay to the after credits. Yeah, as well? I watched both. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of they. I feel like they put in the post credit sequence because they were like, well, this really. What does this have to do with the Avengers or anything or Captain America or any of that kind of stuff? It still yeah. it still feels weird to me how they're going to fit Ant Man into Civil War anyway, just because of the nature of what he is. A shrinking man with normal yeah. strength is kind of... It still feels really alien to me, and I guess that's why I liked the movie, because it was... I mean, I thought it, Michael Douglas was fucking great in it. He was... but he I mean, he's so a legend. Good. Paul Rudd was great Paul in Rudd it for was, what he was. was. Great. Nick, yeah. I feel like you're saying basically you liked everything about the movie, but you didn't like the movie because you're caught up in the business and the directing and all this stuff and not watching just the film. I just didn't have fun. I just didn't have fun watching it. Like I'm admiring fun watching it. Really? No. No. Like, like you went laughing out loud. When's the last movie you had fun watching? Uh, Don't say Mad Max or I'm leaving. I did have fun watching Mad Max. How? I had a good time. There was no character development in Mad Max. There's no, Anything, but it's like it's we just guys about in a it. desert. Okay, but you can't compare that. Wrong, it's, wrong it's example different. for stuff. The thing is, Guardians of the Galaxy set a bar for me of what uh, non typical Marvel I don't like, movies. Okay, to be fair, I'm not a big superhero movie person. Right, like I just don't, I don't get off watching them like a lot of people do. But Guardians changed that for me because it had heart. It made me feel things I didn't think I'd feel for in superhero movies. It was funny. The music was great. The action sequences were inventive. The, the way it was done, it was like gorgeous to look at. It was just great. It had kind of like an 80s vibe to it, which was great. And Ant-Man started with this kind of like 80s where like the di- the acting was kind of like shoddy and the dialogue was kind of cheesy in the whole 1983 bit at the beginning or whatever. 
or 89, whenever it was. And I was like, cool, this is going to be kind of like fun and goofy. And I don't know, it just wasn't as in- inventive. Like it was funny, but it wasn't a comedy. Like it was a See, superhero I, movie. To sum it up for me, I just think that I'm kind of over all the origin stories where it's like so focused on just the hero guy and the villain. And like that this was about more than just that. Yeah. And like, so I, you- I think that's the, and it didn't feel Marvel at all. So I'm like, I'm into it. But did you notice the character of Hope, which I hated? I hated that character so much. Why? Did you notice? There's nothing to really hate. She was the exact same character that Bryce Dallas Howard was in Jurassic World. Uh, No, she wasn't. I mean, yeah, personality traits. Kind of. But like also identical. not because... Yeah, but it's not because Jurassic World's been out and they were like, let's she copy was playing, No, no, no. She was playing She's that, just distant. But then the whole point of her character storyline was that she was pretending to be that to a certain degree. Yeah, in a sense. Well, like, the, she wanted to know the truth and all that. It's just like at the end of it all, it felt like the original Iron Man to me. Like, Which the, you don't Jeff, like? I loved Iron Man when I first saw then it. Then you should love I don't want to see the one. same movie again. And I did. I felt like leaving Ant-Man, I was gonna. I was excited for Ant-Man because it was going to be something new like Guardians, and it wasn't. I left feeling like I could immediately compare it to Iron Man. It was the same development okay. of story. Yeah. It was the same villain. Like Jeff Bridges and the villain, if you put them side by side, the movies and the traits of each villain, it's the same movie. The final battle of him putting the suit on was the same battle that happened at the end of Iron Man. That was very similar. But I mean, like, dangerously uh, what, similar. What I don't get how that you that doesn't win above all that is the inventiveness of how they actually used the character like the fight at, yes you saw a couple bits in the trailers but like the actual watching the actual thing on the on the movie with like the discs that make things bigger and smaller and like the that giant cool. thomas yeah. the tank engine coming out the out of the side of the building uh yeah and like the the quantum zone stuff and that the, was the, trippy i mean that, i mean it was kind of I thought it was um, as far as what they could do to have me interested in Ant Man. I was like yeah. sold. Well, I went into it, I think, expecting way more out of it. Like I had high expectations going into it because, like, all the writers who were involved. I mean, even after <laughs> Edgar Wright, like, I. Well, they got just, the credit still. Yeah, and they, they did. Well, that Adam Adam McKay and Paul Rudd wrote like rewrote the script too, and I expected, I expected to walk out and be like, that was on par with Guardians in terms of like a different movie a different superhero movie that made me like it and I just walked out I, I was like bored mm. in it it was just it felt very bland at times because the greatest action sequences in the film were in the trailer were they except for the falcon fight which I thought was really cool but it was just so random it was it just random. happened so quick and well, but it was the movie was f- so funny mm. it was great if it, it was if it was a comedy and you took away like the aspects of uh like the superhero aspect of it, it was really funny. Like all the humor made me Did laugh. Did you like really the heist? Hard. The heist was hilarious. Like it was. You haven't well said done. anything you didn't like except for just the movie. I, I'm wondering what you didn't like. It was I, like, like besides just like oh that director. You know what I mean? Like why? It just it didn't. Like, you just didn't feel it. I wouldn't watch it again. And I wouldn't tell anybody to go. But I think see if it. you watched it again, maybe you would. Since you already know what's going on, maybe you would like it more. Maybe like, I'd be curious to watch it again, and my opinion would change. But like everyone around me was having fun, and I just was kind of like, okay. Yeah, like I'm- the the post credit sequence was had more entertainment value to me than the whole movie did. Which one, the first or second? The one? the last one that was just Captain America I didn't talking. Mean- 
it just it, it like the it literally the production value like the quality of it just blew well, it up was like exploded winner. on screen well, it, it, went, cap- it went to a really serious moment it was awesome and yeah. it was also letterbox as well and yeah it, and it was shot differently but yeah no i mean i i, I kind of wanted instantly said i'd watch that again straight away yeah that's so much stuff, stuff i'm we, i'm confused well. because i kind of agree with you that i don't really like superhero movies any more than anything else yeah and i loved it so I kind of assumed you would love it too. I just wanted it to be more epic. Like I felt like the storytelling was all over the place. Like it kept doing the same. Like it would go from one scene where they're talking and then kind of go to like a flashback and then go to another. It was just there was a, a moment in the middle, like in the second act, where they were. It just got really choppy to me. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I wanted to say some things about um, what this movie made me realize about Marvel. Because I'm someone that hasn't really liked a lot of Marvel movies more than... Like, I think a lot of people like Marvel more than me. And seeing this one be so different kind of showed me some things about Marvel that just bother me as a whole. And so I thought I'd say some of that because it might be interesting. I don't know. So I've noticed that, and especially with DC and Batman, which I love Batman, um, in Marvel movies, I feel like the villain is always just the opposite character of the hero like thor is a god the villain is a god iron man the villain just a different guy with a different suit ant-man is just yellow jacket hulk is a different strong dude spider-man is venom you know and then batman it's like the villains are not just like a mirror of Batman. Like, I think Batman has the most interesting villains. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, set in a real-world environment where Gotham City is supposed to be... supposed to mirror the real world. But, like, you'll never see Iron Man villain be Venom. You know what I mean? Or you'll never no. see the Hulk's villain be the god from Thor. Like, it's just kind of... They're all parallels. I mean, it's it's not... Kind of It's boring. a good point, but it's not also, obviously, not across the board. And then... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's obviously. Also, but it's kind of their thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the idea, too. Like, with that being said, like, Iron Man fighting something that mirrors him, like, it's the idea of the world that it's in is that it's someone who wants to replicate and do it better. Like, the whole plot, plot of Ant-Man and Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket was made to be used for something different than what Ant-Man was made for. And then they duke it out. Like Iron Man was used for one thing, and then whoever, the Jeff Bridges bad robot, they are used to fight each other. Mm -hmm. It's like someone who wants to replicate, whereas in the Batman universe, they're just crazy people. Right. Sometimes. Or criminals or whatever it is. I mean, basically, yeah. And then the other thing is with Marvel, I feel like the universe coming together and crossovers have always been just like fan service to me and just kind of gimmicky. And the flyover where the warehouse is actually the Avengers like home base was one of the first times that Marvel has had a crossover where I didn't cringe. Whereas like Superman versus Batman. Which one? Or, when you when see the flies, A on the building over the Stark oh, building. That was the yeah. first time I've seen their universes cross where I'm not just like, oh, come on. You know what I mean? So it's kind of nice to see like that be different than the other stuff where it's like, oh, guess what? The Hulk's here. Surprise. Like, mm-hmm. And everyone cheers. I'm kind of over that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is something that they did right with this movie is it's like it's crossovery, but not they're not hitting you over the head with it. Like Black Widow wasn't like. Yeah, like every single reference friend. to the Avengers. And there, there are a few. They if, fit the story. Even if you take away that fight sequence with Falcon and him actually being at, 
where you see it at the end of Ultron, which is where Captain America is training and all that kind of shit. When you take that away, all of the references and the little things that they dropped all made me actually go, that's cool. Instead of, uh, well, it's because their story. Yeah, well, they're yeah. in the story. It's like when when he says uh, when Michael Douglas explains what's going on, and then Paul Rudd says, "I think we should call the Avengers." That was funny. And, and then yeah. he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not." He the whole point mm-hmm. was that uh, Shield have been trying to get his formula, and he's like, "I'm I don't want Tony Stark near my shit," you know. Basically. Which was funny. Yeah, what's yeah? It's funny you say that because when I saw the A on the building, I went, "Uh." Really? But because like that joke, the Avengers joke was enough to make me go, that was really clever. Mm-hmm. Like, and right. it made me think, I'm like, wait, this is the same universe. Oh shit, that's cool. But like when he flew over the building, I'm like, great, I get it. Like awesome, another crossover. Like that's right. what I felt because it was so subtle and well, that that little bit was so funny to me. Like that whole section where he's like, yeah, you know, why don't you call the Avengers? It's like, oh, they 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 always make a mess wherever they go. They're or too they busy always... dropping islands from the sky, yeah, countries yeah. from the sky, which was, I thought that was a great dig at the last movie. Yeah, which is so, it was great. And then when they showed it and, like, showed the Falcon fight, like, the Falcon fight was cool, but, like, I just thought it didn't need it. See, like, I, they I didn't it, need it. But I didn't the, think they needed it, the, but I did like the flyover. But the director, I read something today, um, and he said that's in there because literally how else would Ant-Man be in the next movie? Right. And he was like, well, one of, one of, and the end scene as well. Why does, yeah. why does Ant-Man join the crew? Because Falcon I, I, met him. Basically, Falcon's like, oh, there's this dude who can do this. Who whooped my ass. Yeah. yeah. But I think that at the same time, I agree with the director and he's following orders to that point. But I also think that, hey, maybe they should have just explained it in Civil War instead of mm-hmm. forcing it into a movie that, it was. It felt like another like. Oh, yeah. You know, I I loved the the crossover with Guardians of the Galaxy with Howard the Duck because it was just like he's just there and is yeah. he ever going to come up? No, it was just like it was fan service to the to the point where the people who read like read the diehard comic people who read mm-hmm. are like that's really cool. Yeah. But the you know the Anthony Mackie bit it was just like. Well, I why is that there? I honestly thought the whole Avengers thing was just fan service to the max. Like. Which it, one? The bit? All like, of it. No, the movie Avengers. Well, yeah, to an extent. It's like. It's a money The maker. point of it is oh, we put all the heroes in here, but I thought the story was just dreadful. Yeah. Like the actual reason that they all came together and stuff is like, I you might as well just have said, Welcome to Avengers. We're going to put all the heroes on a screen together and they're going to f- have a big fight. And they could have showed that one fight and everyone could have left. The but difference. The, so, like, really, that's why I think Civil War really is going to. like that because if you'd have seen them from the get go, I did. Every like single movies? one as they came along, they knew what they were doing. They were building to one. But what uh, Sam Jackson turns up at the end of every single one of them in some shape or form and goes, All right, mate. I'm yeah. doing this thing. And that's kind of how they all end. So they all have their movie, and then he goes, I'm trying to put a team together. Right. And then something, yeah. I mean, what, you can't be for the Avengers for its story. I mean, it had to be what it was, like aliens and gods and shit, and like using Loki was a stroke of genius. It was like, what other reason would you have? You, there needed to be something that big to yeah. bring those group of people together. Well, the issue with that, and I think that no matter what any filmmaker does, no matter what, anyone does in the film world is that you have to think how long the Avengers, like the Avengers as a whole assembled and then the Avengers on their own, they've been a comic for years and they've been building the stories of these characters for years and years and years and years. 
And we're literally just doing it in the past, not even a decade. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're trying to put to cram all these characters into one to, uh, to have them assemble into one. But that's one... the word, the keyword, cram. Yeah, it's and that, all crammed and it it's is. just like. Wh- but they're trying to basically accelerate years and years and years of story and plotline in comic books and throw them all in one film together and be like, all right, we've explained what all we needed to without beating anybody over the head or giving you too much information. Here's a movie. Right. And But I think Civil War is promising to me because they're not... I think it is too. They're not doing that with this. It's like Civil War is just going to be a thing and you're going to like it. Oh, Civil War is like, going to make but sense. But we're not going to make 100 origin stories and bank off all that and do right. 37 fights with everything. <laughs> it's just like... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like two different types of crossovers, and that's why the Superman and Batman is Batman one is exciting to me because they didn't make, um, you know, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. They made good movies in their own world, and then you know who Batman is. And then Superman, they made a good movie in his world, and you know who that is. And then they said, let's make a story for this. If they had done a story about maybe Samuel Jackson's guy getting this team together and like doing the Avengers, maybe it would have been cool that all their movies ended with that. But it was just like, all that was so unnecessary. We know who all these characters are. Like, come up with a good story and make a good Avengers movie. Don't make a build-up, you know. Because I think all their own movies were good, but they kind of maybe suffered because it was, hey, let's make some movies that lead up to this huge thing. Yeah. It's a lot of characters to handle, though, and I had said that. I mean, I, I like Joss Whedon. I appreciate him as a writer and a director. But I think The Avengers was a mess because you have these characters that have multiple of their own movies who are on screen. And, and they have if, nothing to do with each other. In a sense. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is kind of the guiding light for all of it. But the thing is, is, like, people want to see so much of each character that even if you make a three-hour movie, it's still not going to be enough for everybody. Um, you know, I think Peter Jackson handled a large group of people that you cared about with the Lord of the Rings movies, but it took three movies for mm-hmm. you to actually give a shit about a dozen characters. Yeah, but it took them like 12 movies to make you care about the Avengers. Well, they did, but because everyone got solo movies, and then now there's two Avengers movies, and they're trying to figure out like how to even the playing field and make everyone care about Every, you know every single one of those characters because now they're all beloved like Lord well, of the Rings everyone's have... got their favorite yeah right and that's where where it's flawed is that you know if someone loves Iron Man but the Hulk is getting more screen time than Iron Man is in the mm-hmm. Avengers they're gonna there's gonna be an unhappy person right like an unhappy viewer you kind of can't really shit on any of them for what they're doing for two hour long things like no, yeah. yeah I mean what I mean, they the managed to squeeze spoken. in over how many how many I mean yeah they've been building this thing for a decade like, not yeah. even not that and long. Then the amount of comic lore there is to squeeze in. They've been like just like doing great things and not really messing anything up too disgracefully. No. No. They're, they're really not. It's just they're literally making a highlight reel of years of comics mm-hmm. and they're trying to just squeeze all together and be like, all right, now you, now everyone's on board. Let's make some movies. Yeah, and, they're all, and the other thing is that they're keeping the director's on the projects that people are really liking the most. It's interesting, yeah. like with Iron Man, they kind of all changed, didn't they? Favreau didn't do this. He did two. He did two. He but didn't do the two. Third. Apparently, was a nightmare. Uh, Thor two. Did Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh do that no. one as well? He didn't. Right. So they, those are the ones that. There you go. And then you look at Guardians, and now James Gunn did that. He's doing the second one. Yep. Because uh, everyone loved him. Uh, the, is it the Russo brothers or whatever who did 
uh, Winter Soldier. Doing Civil War. Right, doing yep. Civil War. Because those that's the movie that did really well. So they go, well, you know what you're doing. Come back and do that thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's kind of cool. I, I, is Joss Whedon going to do Avengers 3? Is he doing any more? I think he's out. Is I he? think he's done. Yeah. It's it's weird how Which that's kind good. of... Well, he needs to move on. Lloyd, yeah. do you like the Avengers first movie? Yeah, I do. Where would you put it on the five scale? The first... The Avengers movie for me is almost up there in an em- entertainment value with kind of like, uh, like Indiana Jones type movie. It's like fun, like right. this. It's just fun. Like if it's on on a Sunday, you're gonna watch it because things are exploding and there's a shit ton of really fun characters in it. Okay. For the very same reason. So, so I mean, it, it's 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 in the top five of Marvels for sure of the movies. Yeah, but Ant Man just made it in the top five for me. Right. I thought it was so much fun I do have to say I'm going to be really curious to see Robert Downey and Paul Rudd interacting with each other on screen in terms of like if they all are together just the characters of Tony Stark and uh, Scott Lang well that's going to be Avengers 3 so that's a way off Yeah, because he's not in Civil War that's going to be I think from a filmmaker he he is he is yep oh yeah Yeah, because they're against each other yep Captain is against Iron Man yeah I just was thinking I feel like all the Avengers characters, to me, take place in a different era, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, the Hulk doesn't feel like 2015, but Tony Stark and Iron Man do. And Ant-Man feels like the 90s to me, Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. But I think, when I look at DC, I think there's a uniformity in all this. So when they do Suicide Squad, it's going to feel right. Avengers never felt right to me. Captain America doesn't feel like a 2000... 13 or 12 characters. That is true in terms of consistency. Like, I kind of like, hate Iron Man and Captain America being in the same movie. I don't like it. And I don't like it is weird. the idea of Ant-Man. And I, like, I feel like Iron Man but might be... to a be, certain degree, that is kind of part of the storyline that Captain America is like... Well, no, but I'm saying I don't think I like Iron Man being right. in it. Because he's, he's like the Elon Musk guy, and then everyone else is like this natural, like, I don't know. Maybe he's the thing... Because I like Iron Man, but it's like... The other Not, thing that you've got so, to bear in mind is that with DC and Batman, that feels like it could be now. Right. Right? Yeah. The way that it's well, done Well, Man on of screen. Steel, Batman, yeah. it, like feels it like all makes now. sense. You go right. to Marvel and every movie is looking, you're talking technology that's 50 years away in the future. It's flying so right. helicarriers and all that kind but of stuff. But then you're getting like there isn't... the Hulk who has just pants. That's his thing is he has pants. So it's like... <laughs> They're on a team together. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me. The problem is, is I they sleep during the Avengers. It's hard for them to reel. Like they have all. It's like having a class of kindergartners and you're trying to get them all on the same page. Like yeah, it's like Marvel the studio trying to get every director to align with each other and have enough nods in the film to have everyone believe it's the same universe. And no one did. Like if you would have told me that Thor and Iron Man were in like the same universe. Like even when Thor came to Earth and like met Natalie Portman or whatever, I, I wouldn't really see that happen because mm-hmm. of the styles. Like yeah. us as the viewer, we don't pick up on the actual universe on screen. We pick up on style and mood and tone and yeah, dark. I mean, Knight, Iron Man, Man was made in like Afghanistan, two thousand not. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like come on. Well, like you know, Iron or with Man of Steel and Dark Knight. Like I felt the grittiness of the the universes, and so Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel are in Suicide Squad. Like that all makes sense. to All me. three of those movies, being DC movies, are I feel like is great, and they yeah. could cross over anything they wanted, and I would love it. And if Superman fought uh, the Harvey Dent Two Face, I would be like, cool. Be cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, but if you were like, yeah, so Odin is going to fight Iron Man, I would be like, that sounds like a crackhead made that up. Yeah. It makes sense. It's all about, I think, consistencies in terms of tone. It's like story and pinball. It's it like, is. Oh, how am I supposed to even want to watch all But how do you people? handle 37 or 39 movies, you know? Like, <laughs> how, do you, how do you handle all that and make sure every single director, I mean, there are, of the 37 movies, there are probably... 31 different directors yeah and how do you handle and like sit them all down and be like listen you need to follow this formula and lose it in production which i'm sure they do well so yeah i guess that's kind of why i don't like avengers figured (laughs) figured that one out on air bingo (laughs) bingo bango yeah so ant-man's dope to according to me and lloyd (laughs) not so much to nick i'll give it a second view give it a second watch i just felt the form i finally felt the formula this time and i like Mm -hmm. it you know the guy fighting for his kid and the daughter who wants to be recognized and the inventor who created something cool and someone wants to steal it it felt the most disney of the marvel movies to me kind of until someone i mean like like disney made i mean disney owns marvel now but that was the one where it's like okay, this is a Disney movie. Yeah. To me, it felt like it because the way that the story was and the daughter and the aunt and and the Thomas, the tank engine, like if yeah. that movie played on Disney Channel, I would be like, that was the best Disney Channel original movie known to man. Yeah, and like Paul Paul Rudd was funny, but if Michael Pena was not in it and that character was completely void of the movie, I, I saw it, it wouldn't have been as funny. ensemble Cast yeah, all of he that. Was so that was T.I. is the best rapper turned actor, I think. Yeah. I I take him the most seriously as an actor. He was great in the Entourage movie. <laughs> in the <laughs> in the doctor's office. Yeah. I like T.I. a lot. Yeah, um, he's good. Did you ever, did any of you guys see or think uh, Luis, Michael Pena, yeah. kind of has a power, the one-punch knockout? Like oh, he, he talks did. about um, yeah. he's the only guy to knock out the dude in the jail. It took him one punch, and then every single guy person he, hits, he, like, he yeah. meets, he punches and knocks him out. That was punch. funny. That's true. Yeah. So he kind of has his own little mini power, even though he's not a superhero. The yeah. one punch. He cracked me up the best. Oh, Love that guy. Every time he was on screen, he killed me. But the, the thing Baskin is, Robbins always finds out. That whole I bit died. was funny. Yeah. And when he says, um, when they put him in the security system, he's like, I'm in? I'm in the system? Like, that's great. Like, he's just so he's excited. He's like OCD. That's the whole point, I think, of his character. Like, he's always talking, and it was just He's like, so yeah. funny. Uh, but the thing about... When funny. Stan Lee's his bartender... And yeah. he's putting the so words good. in his mouth, yeah. I'm going to cry when... Uh, I hate even thinking about it, but the first Marvel movie after Stan Lee passes away, at the end, when they say, CGI dedicated him. to our friend Stanley, I'll cry. Stanley's never going to die. They have a statue of him in one of the movies or something. That's yeah. how they're going to die. But he'll never guy. die. No, but He's I'm saying forever. when he dies, you know they have to acknowledge it. He's not going to die. Of if course, they acknowledge yeah. it, we'll all cry. He's the world's first superhero. He might be one of the celebrities where when they die, I'm going to be like, like, damn. You're going to be hurt. You know what I mean? Uh, most, like... Not to sound cold, but when most celebrities pass away, I'm just kind of like... Well, they're I just normal really know people, them. to be yeah. fair, and you don't know them. So. But then with Stanley, I feel like we all know him. Is mm. that weird? Yeah, well, he's done a lot for the for the entertainment industry, and then, but I don't like I said, I don't think he's going to die. I think, like, I think right before... <laughs> I don't like, think he's going to die. Just, like, he'll know right before it happens. They'll run out of Marvel movies. He'll still be alive. Yeah. He's going to live forever. Do you think they'll, like, film something to put... Like, hey, stand, stand in front of this green screen and 
in case you die. Yeah. So we can add you into whatever movie is next. No, yep. it'll be the statue. I told you. It'll, it'll be. It'll be the statue. Is there already a statue built? No, it'll be the statue exactly like how it was with John Hammond in Jurassic World. They have copies of Stan Stanley underground. He's in. The he's buried under Disney, didn't you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. They'll Tupac him. Yeah. They'll Tupac him at Bonnaroo. Well, speaking of uh, conspiracies, uh, we were going to talk conspiracy theories this week, but we didn't realize that the Ant-Man <laughs> discussion would delve <laughs> into. And we had episode. a lot of talk about the trailers, and this has been yeah. a, oh, I mean, this has been a fun episode. Yeah, so. we had our first fight. Um, but we are going to save the conspiracy, <laughs> the planned conspiracy documentaries and movies talk for uh, next week, I think. Which will give us time to see even more see even conspiracy more. movies. We can see. Even though Lloyd and I, while Nick was at Comic-Con, we watched about 47 yeah. conspiracy docs. You can never watch too many conspiracy movies and documentaries and I don't uh, trust anything anymore no and we'll have plenty to talk about otherwise you'll be listening to us now for another hour so yeah well I'm excited to talk about because kind of on the plane I watched this new show on USA called Mr. Robot which I'm obsessed with I watched the first episode of that it's so good it was it was good oh it's yeah. It's four episodes in now, and it's incredible. But it's kind of conspiracy yeah. theory-ish, yeah. so I'm excited. So we'll bring that in that. as well. So our conspiracy in. episode that was going to be last week is now not this week, it's and it's now, now gonna next be, week. That's kind of crazy. That's actually. the conspiracy. Yeah. Is the government made Nick go to Comic Con? Yeah. So we wouldn't talk. So about we missed these an episode, and then the government made us talk about Marvel. Again, again, we've oh, it's like haven't a we second, already had a Marvel <laughs> episode as well? <laughs> this is welcome back to the Marvel film cast. Yeah, I think next week's episode is going to be a lot of anger because we're going to see pixels. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's up for debate right now. I mean, whether or not I'm prepared to shift ten bucks if, to that ticket. I don't what know. if we all walk out loving it? I mean, stranger things twist. have happened. Yeah, that's true. Well. So yeah, next week we'll be talking conspiracies. We're going to maybe talk pixels if we end up bored enough to go see it. And other than that, uh, thanks for listening, right? Yeah, this Is has been it? a long one, but a goodie. A good one. Right. All about feel like a long one. Those marvels. So check us out on Twitter if you have the chance. Boom. At Fourth Wall Filmcast with a four. Four T-H-W-A-L-L-F-I-L-M-C-A-S-T. Interact. And so we've been your hosts, uh, Adam Sliger. Lord Williams. Nick Floyd. And we are signing off. Woo! Have a great week. <laughs>